Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Chance and Cows podcast. We've been running board game cafes around the UK for the past seven years now. From Hindus to family reunions, from first dates to breakups, we've recommended the perfect game for every situation, and now we want a fresh challenge. Every episode, we'll be inviting a guest on to, to put our board game knowledge to the test. They'll come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario. It's up to us to figure out what that situation calls for and recommend a game that will totally fly their fantasy. Whatever recommendation our guest loves the most, we'll score a point and... Uh, at the end of the series, one person will be crowned the titan of board games. Oh, yeah. Amazing. We got there. We did. <laughs> uh, I'm Richard Scarsbrook. I'm one of the founders of Chance Accounts. I've been here for the aforementioned seven years. Um, and if you've ever played during... So during my childhood, I had... Um, it was like a golden age of video games. Goldeneye, if you know about it, it was one of my favorite games at the time. I was always that really annoying kid who would play Odd Job, who was like half height to everybody else, which I suppose put you at like pretty much perfect head height if you're going for body shots. But that was me. I, I would do that. Um, I am joined by a guest host this week, Laura or Lollipop Jai. Hi everyone, I'm Ben. Uh, you can find me out at Bedgars, uh, most places. I do YouTube, I'm a part of the Jogs cast. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm Lollip, also part of the Jogs cast or Lollipop Jai in full. I mostly stream on Twitch and I am also on YouTube now. So, you know, there's always that. If you want to check out the YouTube channel. But do I have any weird things from my childhood? Uh, video games I played from my childhood. I once made, once, several times made a Sims family of seven kids and one adult and had them um, fight each other by painting. And anyone who was not good enough at painting would be sent to military school <laughs> until only three was left. The adult would wow. go and stand in the corner of the map and piss themselves to death. And that was about <laughs> designing a reality show like a yeah, reality show much, con yeah. contest well you, you can't create a sims family in the sims one without an adult and i wanted it to be just kids so i had to have one adult but i don't want the adult obviously because they're too like autonomous they can do too much so i just have them stand in the corner turn off free will and they just can't do anything and then they eventually die that's fine. We just forget about them while we continue the uh, battle of the battle of the kids. You just have seven children just looking after themselves. 
That's right, they just order pizza. But in order to order pizza, they need money, so they have to sell paintings. And paintings <laughs> is, there's no skills. Like, kids don't have skills when they're in The Sims. So it's purely RNG whether or not they're good at painting. And if they're not good at painting, buy to military school. <laughs> and that's me. I feel Vicky, like I know going? you perfectly now. <laughs> yeah. This explains so much. <laughs> that's uh, a no, I don't say that. <laughs> it's more to me than my psychopathy. A slightly less morbid introduction, Dicky. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm Dicky. I've been working really hard for Chance Encounters over the last kind of six years, and then this last year, I've um, I've just really taken my foot off the pedal. I just turn up and do the fun bits like this. Um, but, you know, it's great. I love it. Um, I I had a similar morbid thing. I I played a game called Toka Touring Cars a lot as a as a youngster, and it was a it was just a simple race game where your cars took damage. And I drove. I would play with my friends. How long can you drive the wrong way into traffic throughout the rest, throughout the game? Because um, there was no penalty for driving the wrong way, and you just see how far the car would get destroyed. Like how how wow. much would they let you dent this car? It was great. <laughs> that sounds like quite like harmless. Fun. Like I feel like yeah. I I created burnout before burnout existed. I was going to say, it sounds like burnout, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah like yeah. I think these urges live within us and we should just embrace them. Exactly. Like, better to put them into video games than into real yeah. life, you know? I'm speechless. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was either tell you that or tell you what a horrible, horribly racist game my uh, favourite game from my childhood was. So, I, I so won't, I won't our guest for this week... <laughs> Is Shay Parker, who hopefully has slightly less Sim skeletons in his closet. <laughs> uh, hello, yes, I am Shay Parker. I uh, have a YouTube channel called RTFM where I teach board games in an entertaining way because that's the most boring part of board games. So why not make it fun? Um, and the video game uh, experience that might tell you about my personality. Uh, let's see. When I was a little kid, I used to play, I would always play video games with my older brother. And so I was always a sort of support role if we played Sonic. And Sonic the Hedgehog, mm -hmm. I was always Tails. Um, one thing we used to do, we played a, a soccer video game. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, I don't remember which game this was, but it was one where you could turn off fouls, um, which is great because there were <laughs> buttons that were specifically designed to let you foul people. And so what we would do is we'd turn off fouls, my brother would play the game, and I would go around shoving everybody <laughs> until everyone on their team was injured. Oh, I did that. I did that. And then it was very easy FIFA. to score goals. I've never thought. You've just yes, created we American turning, football. Yeah, we're turning American football into American football. <laughs> I, used, I, used I mean, to actually remember uh, playing I, FIFA, and I would, I would, as a striker, go up to the, go up to the, the goalkeeper whilst he wasn't doing anything, and just foul him and get sent off immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it was great every time. Occasionally, we would forget to to turn it off, and you have to turn it off at the beginning of the game, and I would immediately start doing, it and then just four seconds in, yellow card, red card, <laughs> like yeah, all right. I suppose that was deserved, yep. Yeah, then it's a new game of how many teammates on our own team we can remove from the game <laughs> and still do okay with it. Is there a legal minimum for the number of people you can field? Seven. There you go. Seven. Okay. There we I go. didn't know that, yes. actually. It was We were speed running how long until we're disqualified. 
<laughs> I've got it down to less than two minutes. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> As, as, as fan, I'm sure all of us play like simulated games probably or some of some kind because we're all like kind of nerdy types. It's funny how we want to play simulated games only to be like to break all the rules <laughs> as quickly as possible, isn't it? Pretty well, the much. The most fun thing to do when you're playing like SimCity or whatever is to first build up a good city and then destroy it yeah. with aliens yeah. or tornadoes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just... Just, there's, well, there's definitely a word for it or a phrase for it. It describes like this part of human nature. We just have like this innate bloodthirst. <laughs> it's a need for sadism? chaos. Sadism. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just getting this this uh, belief then that we we definitely shouldn't entrust kids with any sort of power. Mm -mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah, I was a monster. This is, this is why we do <laughs> give them the power in safe places like The Sims. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly i'm just saying i wouldn't do this in real life would i say so. i don't know there was there originally uh the issues over video games and, and gto and gun violence right i mean sounds like we're just really lucky that laura has mm -hmm. not been given seven children to just do with as she needs not yet <laughs> still time so much of a smile on your face. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being really creepy unsettling. No, so what are, so what are we doing today? Yes, let's segue <laughs> somehow into Shay. I, I hear you've come up with a scenario for, that needs a board game resolution. Absolutely, I have. Here's the thing: I'm going to tell you about something that I have actually spent time worrying about. Okay, and I shouldn't, but I have. So here we are. Uh, so in this nightmare world of mine, of my own devising, I am trapped in the past. Mm -hmm. I, I promise I, I literally have worried about this. So you're going to, this is really going to help me, I think. In the scenario, I am trapped in the past. And let's say for the sake of this, I've gone to one of board gaming's favorite settings, which is medieval Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am a person who lives in the 21st century, and thus I have precisely zero useful skills uh, when divorced from technology anyway. So what am I going to do? Well, luckily, I happen to have a board game with me, um, and I need to use this game to convince the local lord, a uh, famously capricious noble, uh, that I am not only to be accepted into society, but respected, honored even. So... Uh, what game do I have that will endear me uh, to this mercurial man? Amazing. Okay. Uh, so this also does it have to be complex enough that the Lord can't instantly be like, cool, thanks for this board game. Here's a shiv. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would be nice. I, I would say it, it needs to make it seem like I am almost a wizard mm. that I am able to, to, you know, have this game play this game maybe teach this game so yeah I, I think it does have to be i think i think a little bit of complexity is useful okay so it needs to be some sort of like revolutionary or, or something like yes. is it gonna or i would say if it has some sort of component that is uh has some sort of like manual like dexterity component or something that like uh, if i'm really good at then it shows that like oh i clearly have some kind of skill are you, how, how do you find dexterity games? Are you particularly dexterous? I do okay with dexterity games. I really enjoy dexterity games, uh, but it depends on the game. Like Crokinole, I'm, I'm decently good at. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a, an expert by any means, but if no one's ever seen Crokinole, I think I could impress them. Nice. I quite like the games like uh, Ice Cool, which is where you're playing penguins, and one of you is uh, the school monitor, the hall monitor, and he's like going around trying to capture all the other ones while the other ones are trying to get fish and stuff it in their mouth as, as quickly as possible. That's a, that's a fun, it's like a sabutio. I don't know if that translates well into the US either, but it's like a I don't football. Know that. <laughs> I, say, I don't know Sabutio, but uh, I, I know Ice Cool. I've never actually... Here's the thing. I've, I've seen people play Ice Cool, and I think mm. it is very impressive what people can do with that game. Um, they're like trick oh, yeah. shots that I've seen uh, with that. Mm. But so I, 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 I have the, you know, unearned confidence that I think I could be good at that if I <laughs> put my mind to it. Nice. Um, excellent. I mean, is there anything in particular that immediately you would you would write up you'd be like i can't take this genre of board games because i don't like it or is there anything in particular that you you just you like no nah, that wouldn't no. hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> no i i'm i'm a pretty like omni gamer kind of guy so i i can usually find something in anything um i'm trying to think of like what i tend to like the least i guess like really heavy uh negotiation games i'm a, a little bit less interested in but uh other than that yeah I, i'm pretty much down for for anything so nice do you want do you Playing. want like ones that have like clear-cut rules i think something that richard said earlier about like it doesn't need to be so complicated that if they took this board game off you and just ran with it they could you could become oh, yeah. disposable but because this, that's fair uh, I guess one that, well, okay, well, I'm clearly going to just eat the rule book so that I, yes. I'm the only person who knows how to play. Mm-hmm. Um, Good idea. And thus it, it needs idea. to be complicated enough that one can't just glean the rules by looking at it. Um, but also not so complicated that I can't memorize it. Um, no, I should, the I should arbiter. say, what was that? You have become the arbiter. Like, yes. I feel like that's, that's the medieval term for what you yeah. become. And I will say that I'm I'm decently good at memorizing rules. I literally teach uh, games for a living, so um, that the floor or the ceiling is pretty high for for like how complex a, a game can be in that sense. I feel like on some level, just because you can read a rule book, probably instantly puts you on a <laughs> on a path to some form of power within this being society. literate. Yeah, yeah. being <laughs> literate. You're not yeah. wrong. Um, <laughs> You are able uh, to oh. read, yeah, and you're yeah. able to explain as well. That already Scholar. makes you like more intelligent. I think that yeah. being more intelligent will put you in better standing. I think, mm. and I'm not just saying that because the game that I have in mind is not complicated. <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel about technology? So obviously, technology is one of these things that would impress people from the past, but obviously. Does it have a limited lifespan when you take it back? Or, are you you know, how are you taking batteries back with you? That kind of thing. <laughs> if Well, here's the thing. If I'm prepared for this scenario, then I don't think I'm really trapped in the past. Like, right. I okay. know that I'm going, yeah. you know, I so I, I feel like at most I've got a couple like double A's on me. But yeah. I don't think I have an unlimited supply of power. I don't okay. I don't have Internet. So. As much as in in modern times, I don't mind technology. I don't mind app driven games at all. But uh, the I think electricity might be a limiting factor here. Yeah. 
Can I can I just ask, are there in this period of time, are there fear of witches, magic, anything like that, would you say? There might be. I mean yeah. medieval Europe. So yeah. I think technology is witchcraft and will be will get you beheaded one hundred percent. So I think that <laughs> you just back, scrap like, all kinds of batteries and stuff probably. This is a good point. I need to I need to be revered in society, but also but not feared. Yes. Um, yeah. So there's a fine line we're gonna have to to walk here. You're going to want to be liked, right? You're gonna want to be you're gonna to wanna to be liked, you're gonna be wanna be come across charismatic, interesting. Yeah. Uh, a, a sort of like a sort of like um, what do you call it? Like somewhat like a host of a host of parties, but not someone that is necessarily better than all the the lords, but someone who just like compliments them, who makes them feel good, who is able to entertain them without like over overshadowing them. What do you think? I think that's good. It sounds like you're. It sounds like you're getting towards something. Uh, you're okay. you're leading up to uh okay, to okay. a potential recommendation. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, liked, respected, not feared, um, not a threat to the to the lord, exactly. uh, to the local lord. Exactly. Yeah, it would be, be be quite interesting. You'd have to like if it's a trivia game, then most of the things won't have happened yet. Mm-hmm. If it was a te- a game like Ticket to Ride, for example, they'll be like, "What are these trains? Do you mean carriages? Witchcraft? Mm-hmm. Witchcraft? Yeah, exactly. More witchcraft?" <laughs> This person's a thinker. Get him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be quite interesting in terms of exactly like you could play. There's like a game called Taverns of Tiefenthal, for example, which is like set in uh, like beers and uh, like a like a pub, for example. And that would be perhaps more setting appropriate. But there, there's a wide raft of games that just you'd be like, no, they wouldn't understand this reference. They'd just be like Captain America, but not getting the reference. It's true, although potentially, I don't want to disqualify certain things because with the power of storytelling, I could, mm. you know, craft a, a scenario in which I could explain it in certain, in certain terms. So, so it, I might uh, reference things that could be called witchcraft, but in the guise of this is a story that we're telling, you know, if, if the game is that kind of narrative. So... You know, it could theoretically be something with with trains or perhaps with like spaceships or, or you know, military like guns and stuff like that. And I'm just telling a grand epic. These are fantastical weapons that these people have grand sky chariots or, or what have you. Mm. And so that that could go in that route of, of like be the storyteller. Are you is this going to be a unique game? Do you care about being able to create it and then? send it to all of those other lord friends or whatever or or is this going to be no you only your lord gets access to this game here's the thing i know the story of monopoly and that doesn't lead to success for the original creator so i do think <laughs> that it needs to be something that i i have all, like sole access to right so you need the monopoly on Whatever, I need monop- monopoly. Yeah, you had yeah. to go there, didn't you? You had to go there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh dear. Uh, I I do want to. Okay, if I if I can, I want to throw a very quick uh, side shout out to some friends of mine who run a podcast called Remember Remember. Uh, it's a history podcast. They recently did an episode on the history of Monopoly. Uh, oh, cool. it's very very fascinating. Uh, Matthew Jude uh, and Paula Deming uh, do this. Um, and I highly recommend it. Um, when you're done listening to this one, of course. No, just immediately press pause. Go, go see that. Get the reference, and then come back, and you'll be laughing. You'll be hysterics. Yeah. 
that's they, a funny joke because he said there's Monopoly. Amazing, there's, there's amazing historical facts about Monopoly because it's been around for so long. If you see a Monopoly set with a full stop after one of the properties, that is incredibly valuable because that means it was used as an escape kit or it was an yeah. escape kit for Prisoners of War. Mm-hmm. So based on what property the full stop is on, that is what location, that what prisoner of war camp that set was sent to. And it would have um, hidden in the Monopoly notes, it would have currency of that location. It would have a silk map um, like baked into the board. So between the cardboard and the printing, it would have a silk map because silk doesn't run. The ink on silk doesn't run if it gets wet. It can be hidden in the shoe because it won't rustle. Um, and they would also hide a file in that printing as well um, so that you could get out. And uh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Like You can find, like if it's, if it's uh, Mayfair or, or Park Place, then it's in uh, Scandinavia. And there's, yeah, depending on where the full stop is after the, uh, after the property. That sounds so cool. Whoa. There's like, there's a long and storied history out of, well, Anything that's been around for that long probably has a long storied history, but yeah, reading about I hate the game, but the, the history is pretty cool. I actually went in thinking, like, do you think it'd be funny if I just chose Monopoly and immediately like discredit everything about my my board gaming experiences and just like, have you guys heard of a game called Monopoly? It's actually really good, and everyone just sort of immediately going, why is she on this podcast again? <laughs> So, oh, but so but also it wouldn't be a terrible it wouldn't be a terrible suggestion honestly no. I think it, I think I think this this is quite a broad request for yeah. you mm. I think mm. there are some games that definitely wouldn't work but for the most part it's pretty broad I think we could just it's just going to be a matter of who's going to come up with the most appealing one to you as yeah, someone with deep it's... anxiety apparently about <laughs> this happening for real I don't think it's a bad thing to take a game to medieval. Uh, the medieval past and have a game that you know appeals to the base instincts and mm. that's quite uh you know i think that's something that would go down well yeah but um yeah are we, are we wanting to kind of i don't you know is this purely for fun or are we wanting to kind of you know because a lot of games have that kind of didactic kind of teaching element are we are we taking it back and trying to uh, how butterfly effect are we going Oh, if I'm trapped in the past, I don't care about the. <laughs> no, okay. I don't live there Good. anymore. All right, yeah. cool. <laughs> I don't yeah. mind if I'm not born in the future because I'm right here. No, I see. So you're trapped with no hope of returning home. Is that what you're saying? Trapped. Yeah. Like very. <laughs> like you have accepted your fate and just want to live a good, easy life. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Whether whether I accept it or not, it's it's what's happening. So mm-hmm. I need to use the tool at my disposal. Got it. Do you got have it. any idea of how you got to the past? Is there? I is... probably angered a mad scientist or a genie or something. Uh, right. I do go about doing that on occasion. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Do you just insult yeah. lamps before you rub them or something. Oh, always, every. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. you gotta establish dominance with your team. <laughs> <laughs> well, why, why do you, why do you deserve to become someone that's not just a peasant if you're already a it's genie and soldier, a magician, angler? This, <laughs> this is what I want. I've come to you with a request. Right. We're here to serve, Listen, I guess. You, you can you can say that I deserve what I. This is my just desserts, but uh, I, I still want to be comfortable. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. We and have to do our go. best. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the aim. We can't, yeah. we can't give you bad ones. Yep, yep, it's true. Yep, I still want to win. Seems like so. you're the ones who are trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god oh god <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the okay. new sorry the new the new prompt is um give me mm-hmm. a game that will ru- ruin your present uh-huh. <laughs> anything that can teach this person to somehow become the the new king of i'm assuming england if we're talking medieval just purely uh, because uh, that's well Europe. yeah i don't speak any other languages um <laughs> And honestly, I know that medieval England is not medieval English is not the same as real English, but we're going to hand wave that a little bit, I guess. Yeah, uh. yeah I mean, you know, apparently accents like they didn't sound too dissimilar to Americans, you know, at some point, maybe at some point. So you might might just blend in. They might think you're a mystical, strange foreigner, but hopefully a, a charming and charismatic and totally not scary one, hopefully. Exactly, with, with, yes. with the power of board games. Right? I think I think the ideal is for me to become so well-liked by the, the Lord that I am mm. named heir apparent or something like that. Oh, um, wow. So, You're going to usurp so, their child. <clears throat> yes, yeah, if I can. <laughs> Do uh, your board games need to be capable of committing regicide of any kind? <laughs> Would that uh, help? Need? Oh. No. But if you can, might be points in your favor. Okay, okay. Yeah. There you go. Just a thought, guys. Just a thought. Cool. I've, but I've obviously, felt... it needs to look like an accident. Yeah, yeah. Or exactly. natural causes. Yeah. If we could do natural causes, that'd be even better. Playing video, playing video games, playing board games too hard, you know, that led to their downfall. They, they just loved me too much. They loved the game that I brought. They just didn't eat for like three days. Just ignore the bruising. <laughs> I was thinking like, what what games have like some physical elements to it? There's a there's a game called, I want to say it's called like Jungle Dash or something. Do you guys know what Jungle I'm talking Speed. about? Oh, Jungle yeah, Speed. Yeah. That one can get really violent. Oh, there's also yeah. one where you throw a burrito. You could just throw an <laughs> explosive that's burrito. That's soft though, sure. There you go. I'll, there you I'll go. hide a grenade okay. into my in my throw throw burrito. If I'm playing Jungle Speed, uh, I will have a quick glance at everybody's nails just to make sure that it's an even <laughs> and play. Jewelry. Oh no, right. Jewelry, yes. I, I've I I've seen play... some people come to this game with rings that essentially mean they're playing with knuckle dusters on. I like it's, in, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I used to play um I don't know if it's it's called it has a few different names. We called it Egyptian War. Um also, Egyptian Rat Screw is one version of it that I've heard. Uh, it might have a different name. It's a, it's basically a card, just a card game, um, but it's it's one of those things where everyone reveals a card at the same time, and if there's doubles, then you slap it, um, or, or right. you know you go one at a time. But if if uh, a double happens, then you slap it. First, a slap it gets the pile. You want to get the most cards. Um, I got really good at this game, and to make things more challenging, my friends and I came up with what we called Full Contact Egyptian War. Uh, which was um if you slap it if you slap the the pile of cards and you leave your hand there and then someone else hits your hand hard enough that you recoil in pain um those cards are up for grabs again Uh, so oh wow so so yeah so a friend of mine developed a technique of holding his hand like this he called it the scorpion strike Wow. Uh, what for for listeners? I have my hands pointed as if they were a snake, my, with my fingers. Yeah. Like, and he would just 
slam that down. Uh, it wasn't even trying to slap the cookie because he knew I would slap it faster than he could. He was trying to hit my hand. Oh, jeez. What were we talking That's about? Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking if you play in that game, you accidentally wore your ring, which has like a poison spike on it. Oopsie. Yes. <laughs> Slap. Ugh. Oh, you got a prick on your finger suddenly. Oh, it wasn't me. Sorry. It's all right. I think I'm pretty sure uh, if they just don't treat cuts with reason, like clean water, they'll probably die. So Yeah, I don't even need poison in, in that case. It's yeah. Like, Oops, I accidentally coughed on my hand and then slapped you with it. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. I have gout. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know if that's contagious and or deadly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not suffering from it yet. I have the I'm black plague. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> I'm just guessing, okay? I'm no historian. I guess I need to listen to Remember, Remember. <laughs> hey, call there back. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'm swaying. Okay. Go on. So uh, we're looking... For a board game that will give you some edge in the medieval period mm -hmm. that will either make you will make you sort of famous or beloved without making you feared that preferably is unique enough that it can't easily be duplicated and interesting enough that your lord absolutely adores you above whichever air they had yeah um and let's be honest their air was probably like <laughs> can we swear on this podcast their air was probably a piece of shit <laughs> i mean oh, yeah. if we're if we're just playing by numbers that's gonna be true um so sometimes uh. board games can help bring that you know characteristic out in a person mm. who makes the lord realize how terrible their actual Right. Uh, blood oh, relatives are. Oh, God. The answer is Monopoly after all. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh that my breaks God. up families all the time. <laughs> it does. Never has there been a, a good game of Monopoly at Christmas. Literally never. Literally the worst game. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that that's a rough and reasonable yeah, setting? I, I think these are this is a good a good set of parameters that we've got. Okay. Going. Do we have any other questions that are like but we need to know to to be able to recommend board games. I'm good. I've got my I've got my game. Oh, hot damn! I've got a okay. couple of games, so I'm a bit torn. I'm not sure which one to pick. Um, so I guess I'll try to. So I'm not telling what they are just yet, but mm -hmm. one of them is m more complicated, but only can only be played up to about four players, maybe five at a squeeze. The other mm. one is better in large groups. So which one would you, do you imagine being better? Now, I'm thinking that if you're going to be trying to please just one lord and potentially a fam like family members, then potentially, depending on how busy he's been, you might have a big family, but he might have a small family. Mm. But maybe you are trying to please a bunch of lords. You might want to have a party game. So you, you tell me which one sounds more appealing. Mm. Let's see. I think let's go for... Let's go for the smaller scale. I think with a, with a with a smaller scale game, I'll be able to get more face time with the Lord and <laughs> sway them to my side. So, do you think that like a player count? That's a, it's actually a really good question. A player mm. count for this board game is it like a two player board game, or are we talking like four is fine? I think it's got to be more than two because again, <clears throat> we're trying to discredit the 
the Lord's uh, son now. Mm. I've decided yeah. that that's <laughs> a, a tertiary or a secondary aim of this uh, is also need to discredit the, the Lord's son. So yeah. we, they need to be able to play uh, in, in this game. So it's got to be more than two. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say probably like six max. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's say a two to six. Okay. Uh, so in that range. All right. And uh, do we have any restrictions on stuff like time limits, for example? Are you? Does it matter how long this particularly takes? I mean, how? What did? What did medieval people even do with their time? They probably have a lot of time to spend. So it, they could. I'd say that's open ended. Okay. Cool. I think we've asked all the all the important questions now. Um, I think we we should probably move to some recommendations. Sure. Good to me. All right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no, I feel the same. Don't worry. Don't worry. I feel the same. I'm talking to I'm someone who knows a lot about board games. <laughs> Dickie's fine, obviously. Like, <laughs> and and, no and pretty smug about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. He's smug, you know. I'm fake Ben. Like, how am I supposed to live up to fake to being fake Ben at this point? You know. But hopefully, hopefully, my passion for this game will come out, oh, yeah. and that'll be enough. I, I will I honestly say to, to a lot of people when they talk about anything, I will happily listen to anybody talk about almost anything if mm. they are passionate about it. Good, like that's good. that's real. I used to be a bartender. And so I got very good at, at just listening to people talk about what they cared about, um, regardless of whether I had any interest in it beforehand <laughs> or not. But if someone's passionate about it. I'll listen. I'll, like I, I will find something to enjoy. I once listened to someone talk to me about uh, why Bing has a better image search function than Google. Um, and while I can't say that I care about it now, in the moment, because this guy was so passionate about it, I was like, okay, interesting. Tell me more. Yeah, that that is impressive because that sounds yeah. ultra boring. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <That's> really good. <laughs> <laughs> That is impressive. It's all about what you bring to the table. I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel reassured that you'll at least listen to me. But I also (laughs) wouldn't mind if it was like actually a credible, good board game to recommend. But uh, I am not going first. I'm going to let someone else go first, please. Thank you very much. Uh, Excellent. Let's get on to the recommendations. So, uh, Dicky, do you want to go first? Yeah. So I am very much. uh, You're going to be a wizard through the power of suggestion. Um, and I am, I am maybe not thinking of our future, but your future. Appreciate it. Because, you know, you go to medieval times and you're missing some creature comfort. It's maybe not the standard of living that you were used to. So by recommending this game, 
I am putting you in the role of interior designer. This is Castles of Mad King Ludwig. And I am gonna I am gonna say by playing this, you are putting ideas into this king's head that are gonna give you the comfy future that you deserve. You know, you are gonna be an absolute wizard because you're the only one who's gonna be able to tell them what 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 each room is and why it's great and why you need one. Uh, and wh why that king needs one in the castle that you will presumably live in, having helped so much. Um, you know, I think giving, uh, giving this king ideas about economic downfall is maybe not the best thing I've ever done, but, you know, uh, Mad King Ludwig spent essentially his entire fortune on amazing castles, and they're still here today, even if he is. Um, I think that you could you could give yourself a life of comfort uh, by recommending this game to the king uh, and giving some fantastic ideas in his head um, and you know questioning why uh, why doesn't the son why doesn't your son know about uh, grand bed chambers why isn't that something he's thought of uh, maybe he should go in the hall. I mean, there's dungeons, there's armories, there's, you know, all the things you need for, for military, uh, military prowess, you know, uh, comfort, grandeur, you know, this is all the things that your medieval future needs. Um, for those who haven't played the game, it's, uh, it's a tile lane game, everyone's building their own castle, um, and each turn, someone will be the master builder who will set the price of each tile, so they can um, they can assign a value to each tile, and the other players will buy those tiles, and the money will go to the master builder. So you need to make things nice enough that you're going to have enough money to keep going a, a whole round, but also make sure the stuff that you want to buy doesn't get taken by the other players as well. So it's a nice little balancing act of uh, of of working out what the true value of things is. Um, but you can make these incredible castles as well. Um, and I really like the stories that kind of emerge from it. You know, why is, why is the mold room next to the cheese room? Why is, well, why are we entering in through uh, the bog uh, to this castle? What, what does, why, why is that? You know, uh, and I think you can really use these, uh, use these powers that you have of, of uh, you know, some functional interior design knowledge to bring down this king's son, being like, he hasn't thought this through at all. I don't know, I that's, do like, that's my recommendation. I do like the, uh, because, so I, I am uh, well uh, acquainted with Castles Mad King Ludwig. Uh, I actually did a teaching video for it back in the day. Um, and uh, the thing you mentioned about setting prices uh, I think also works especially well for this because if I want to be a little bit, you know, sycophantic towards uh, the Lord, I can make sure yeah. I know what they're looking for, set those prices kind of low versus the the son. I can set, you know, prices for his, uh, the rooms that I know he wants a little bit higher. Uh, and then later on I'd be like, yeah, he did so poorly. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, he spent all his money on on the mold room. Why do you even have a mold room in your castle? It's a ridiculous thing to, to do. Is this what he's going to spend his money on? Fritters it away. Oh. Plus, the new edition is 
super duper fancy and will be. I, I find it impressive now, let things. alone in medieval times. It's wow. got weighted swans, Shay. Weighted swans. <laughs> Something I never knew I needed in a board game until just now. That is impressive. I, I mean, they are incredibly satisfying to pick up and put down. I'm not going to lie to you. Does that come in the, the base box? No, that swans? is in the, the super duper fancy co gotcha. uh, collector's edition, which just I may, have, may the have super not duper spent fancy way one. too much money on. Yes. <laughs> oh, we can, I mean, in this hypothetical, we can say that I have the super yeah, duper fancy one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, didn't bring no. a didn't bring a suitcase. Did bring <clears throat> this cube of Mad King Ludwig. It's anyways about I mean, six yeah. kilograms. You know, it's 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 <laughs> big enough to be a suitcase. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. That's certainly grand. Well, yeah. strong start. I think. Would Would you like to be next, second, or last, Laura? I'll go next. That's fine. Okay. Okay. After, after so you know, first I have a few points to make. Um. You, I just think that interior design is like, you know, in some ways sort of important, but I think what's going to make my game stand out better than this, this fancy schmancy one-off game is that there's a high, high level of replayability. And because the rules are like kind of complicated and you're certainly going to need the entire board and not very easily replicated, you're going to be called upon all the time because the lord is, lords are going to be addicted to this game and it is uh for those that don't know me very well know my favorite game is dominion that's the game i'm recommending are you familiar with this game i am yes so it is it is a deck building game set in medieval times but it has all the different things that lords of that time should be familiar with things like monasteries and villages and mines and you know all kinds of different cards that they can buy and collect. It's great for four players. And you can either play like very democratic, just play your own game, or you can attack others and, as we like to call it, you know, screw over people by giving them curses, attacking them that way. So if you want to, you, you give you give the opportunity to the, the sons and things to do things like attack. And that might get the laws kind of riled up, but then you can play like, you know, um, what do you call it, conservatively, and you could even easily, easily let them win by just not playing as well as you could, you know, you could, you could take different cards, but it's always fresh, it's always different, it's always mystifying, but at the same time, not too mystifying that it's unfamiliar and therefore scary. Like, there are witches in it, but, you know, it's just a board game, so they know fully well how they work. And I think above all, you know, it's, as you said, it's not too complicated, but also complicated enough that it's not something they could just run away with and not and leave, yeah. you, leave you to it. Super replayability. So you're always going to be having FaceTime with these people because they're going to want to play with you all the time. Um, and plenty of opportunity for different strategies to make your opponents either look stupid or look good, you know, whatever, whatever you prefer. But did I mention that it's extremely fun and just the <laughs> best game, <laughs> the best ball game ever? <laughs> I mean, honestly... I think it it will it will help it will help them to show you what kind of person you are. You are you're an intelligent person. You're a strategy. You're able to teach the rules very well to them, um, and that immediately makes you more interesting. But it also you also can choose you know how you play the game to suit you know your personality. I think that the 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 most powerful people 
in, you know, in history are the ones that aren't born with power, but those that command power just by being like charismatic and interesting, but not too interesting. <laughs> they are deeply liked. And I think that you could do that with this game. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, aiming to be that power behind the throne kind of uh, situation. I definitely like that since we said, you know, I could have the, the big box version of castles, I could also have Dominion with the billion expansions that it comes with. Absolutely. So to have that box filled, it will be a different game every single time you play. Mm -hmm. I, I agree that you can you can go easy on people if you need them to, to, to like you. You can play in such a way where you, you can be more aggressive, it can be less aggressive. So I can suit the, you know, capricious nature of... Uh, of the nobility. Yeah, I think there's definitely something there. Uh, there's You're able to build you're able to build your own deck, which shows that you are able yeah. to build your own your own empire. <laughs> you just you just you just have you have strategy, you're you're clever, you you know you have you have logic, you know, all that stuff. You're not a peasant, okay? You're not just it's, like a little and peasant. It's definitely it's definitely one of those things where I can uh, you know, as we're playing, the Lord's will have an ex have experience with you know statecraft and thus will understand some of these things whereas the son uh, is the person i'm always going to be like uh you only get the one by action unless you get uh, an extra card to do that so yeah your your plan's not working yeah oh, exactly sorry. yeah you are always going to be like uh don't you know the rules um <laughs> the laws have been following it perfectly even if they haven't you just don't point exactly. it out to oh, them yeah, obviously yeah. you know why not just give them inst don't tell them but give them an extra estate card instead of an extra copper at the beginning of the game and they won't know and you just you know then they're just screwed from the beginning yeah the ability to cheat in this game is a point in its favor for this specific situation yes yeah exactly exactly yeah. i mean i will voice. say that it puts your prospects of a, a king-sized bed with a, a beautifully comfy mattress back around at least a hundred years yeah you know, <laughs> you ain't get you ain't getting that queen's chamber mm. anytime soon it's based on playing dominion why not I, I I don't know every expansion of Dominion. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if there was a card in there which was like that's true. Fancy bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> These are like there's, yeah, there's, there's a, a lot there's so out there. many different options. Yeah, yeah, I think like above all, like I I I just like to imagine if I'm in your shoes, and not just because I love this game, but like what game do I want to be saddled with for the rest of my past, like Stop. trapped in the past life? Am I going to be stuck with? <laughs> Are you playing I a game about interior with. design? Or are we playing freaking Dominion, the best card game of all time? It just, <laughs> just seems like a no-brainer to me, to be honest. And I'm bring, sure they'd agree. I'm just, I just, I know <laughs> I'm right. I'm just, I know I'm right. Okay. Just bringing the fire here, the heat. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, I guess we'll move on to my recommendation, so Laura can yeah. also shoo that down as well. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so keeping with oldies but goodies because all of these have been like out for a little while keeping a medieval theme but this one isn't necessarily uh around medieval england it's now it's technically forgotten realms it's a board game called lords of waterdeep now okay. lords of waterdeep is probably the best D&D &D themed board game they've ever come out with it is um it's it's actually genuinely really interesting it's like a worker placement and then you've got like 
areas and shops you're going to, and you'll be building new shops as you add tiles to the table, and you'll be doing a bunch of really fun stuff. It'll be fiscally responsible as well, so when that uh, air fritters away the money on common buildings, then we'll know that they were incorrect. Um, and it's a, it's it's quite interesting. There's two expansions with it, um, which are well, I think it's actually only one expansion, but it has two versions in it, or whatever. Um, it's really it's it's thematically good. It's an entertaining game to play. I have played it several times, although it doesn't probably have the replayability of Big Box uh, Dominion. I'll I'll give Laura that, uh, but I wouldn't mind being saddled with it for for a while. It's got that thoughtfulness in terms of uh, it's all these lords competing, so they'll probably be like, "Oh yeah, this is this is I can see myself in this game. I'm so I'm so uh, like it just registers rather than well to be honest, Dominion does a pretty good job and yeah. Mad Kidling yeah. also. I'd say it's at least on par with that. Um, and you could maybe slowly chisel the wooden meeples to represent whoever it is that you're playing with as well. So you could personalize it to be like, hey, look, Mr. Lordling, I, I've got you a premium set of ebony board game meeples that you can play with it. Because why not? <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, uh, it's it, it plays between two and five players. Um, Sweet Spot is probably the three to... Four, probably um, and it doesn't pay it's not too long it does take up a little bit of table space but that's fine it just means that the lord gets to show off how much of their take like a massive table they're like cool look at look at how rich i am um beyond that uh is there any way of else i can sell this i think it's a fantastic game <laughs> all the things that laura said about dominion i'll say about this one <laughs> It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. But although I do, I do, I do regret that the one thing that Dominion doesn't have that these two games do is like mm. fancy, fancy tokens and stuff, which I do regret. And so I totally understand if you're looking for grandeur and you're looking for expense and you're looking for um, marvel in that respect, then I understand that. But I think that Dominion makes up for it in just how long it's going to live in. You're, you're going to be remembered as that guy. As that guy who has the cool board game. Not just the one with the pretty weighted swans. Sorry, Dickie. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> you know, there's actually... Brings up an interesting point, which is because whatever I bring will be the only modern board game that exists in this world. It yeah. will be the cool board game. Like, yeah. the, the components that we consider to be, you know, oh, this is so much... Uh, listen... You talk about a, a weighted swan. I, that sounds amazing to me. Uh, to a lord, they'd be like, of, of course the quality would be the best it, it could be. I would pay for nothing less. Um, yeah. They wouldn't know to ex that, that this is an improvement upon what it mm. otherwise would be. Um, <clears throat> though, so, uh, Rich, you mentioned uh, that I could be whittling the, the, the meeples to look like the lords. I do need to refer you to the very beginning of this prompt where I told you that I have no skills. Um, <laughs> but so, by this point, you'll have, you'll have introduced the game to them, and then you'll just you'll just be able to get a, their woodworker. They've obviously got a woodworker, yeah, right? Obviously, I mean, if they I'm have a if I'm finding a whittler, I'm going back to medieval Europe to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. places to find a whittler <laughs> definitely medieval. Europe. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure they probably have like miniature painters somewhere too. You know, of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> that you must do right. Uh, now, of all the of these, of all of these games, I actually have the least experience with Lords of Waterdeep. I'm I if I've played it, it, it was a long, long time ago. So mm. remind me a little bit about the setting of this. I know it's you know D and D medieval. Is it does it lean into uh, heavily into the fantasy uh, aspect of it? Um, Not uh, so much setting, or is it more? You're, you're playing a lord of Waterdeep, which sounds like it's obvious from the title, but the idea is that you 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 take a lord and they'll be like, oh, you've got these quests to complete. And the idea is that as a lord, you get to hire minions to go out and do these quests that have been assigned to you. So you'll be like, oh, I need some warriors and some some rogues to do some skullduggery. And you'll be you'll you'll send them off, and then you'll get rewards, and you'll get points because everybody needs points. And the the game ends uh, after seven rounds, so it's always uh, eight rounds, eight rounds, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll end uh, so within a reasonable time. But it's all about getting those sweet points. Everyone loves to see their counter go around the board and always be ahead of someone else. And there's also like these mandatory. So you can manipulate the board by playing a worker onto a a free space and that will either give you some people it might give you the opportunity to take more quests it'll give you opportunities to take intrigue cards and intrigue cards might help you or they might hinder your opponents as well Um, and so it's a it's kind of going to these different locations that have like fanciful names like water deep harbor or other ones <laughs> and what will happen is you'll play some evil down and then you'll take the action and you'll, you'll kind of carry on and you'll depending on the player count you'll probably have like three or four actions around uh trying to be the most efficient way of doing it and by completing these quests you'll get all the points and points mean prizes so obviously uh so that's that's like roughly it's set in it's not too fantastical. There is some wizards, i.e. The, like, one of the figurines is wizards, and there may be some stuff. They've got, like, paintings of, like, potential monsters, but there's I'm thinking back like in... There's definitely, like, owlbears and quests and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, some, think... there's some D&D fantasy in there. There's mm, some, yeah, like... sounds like witchcraft to me. Yeah, it's not a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. Yeah. There's some yeah. tropes. Do you really want you to introduce this, kind of, without some this kind of fiction? Saying, I'm just saying, sure. yeah. Like yeah. it's the kind, it's the kind of witchcraft that like can't have existed yet, and it's just like too weird, too weird, too weird, uh, too nerdy. Okay, the these are we're talking about. Okay, in Dominion, like <laughs> Dominion base game. I'm pretty sure has like witches which give out curses. Yeah, so if we're gonna exactly. go to like witchcraft, that I don't think we want to <laughs> yeah, be that's, that's, talking Dominion. That is the witch that they understand. It's not oh, weird. Like it's it's it, it's they have control over this because it's clear what it does. They have the devil control. You know. Yeah, exactly. So they understand that it's like, oh, you know, we we can we can just role play something that we're afraid of, and that's far more, far better than just being afraid, you know, of like what are these strange creatures? Yeah. I make I mean, it. I make it sound like people <laughs> in the medieval times didn't have any kind of like fairy tales or fantasy. They absolutely <laughs> did, right? But I'm just going with it. <laughs> I mean, they have a very narrow view. Like they hadn't explored the world. They could definitely be. Oh, those are from another place. I'm an. Ex- I'm a traveler. I've been places. My <laughs> accent is exotic. So I've seen that all of these things exist. I've defeated them. I'm a powerful warrior. Don't test me. I, I, uh, I would. I would hurt you. There are so many expansions for Dominion. There's just so many. 
many that there's like all kinds of different different cars I can come across, but none of them have anything to do with owl bears or whatever this nonsense. <laughs> I feel like someone out there is going to be like, um, actually, Laura, I think you'll find there's this very specific <laughs> car that in fact would send you straight to the gallows. I mean, there's like, I mean, Nocturne is one of the expansions for Dominion and that has literally only fantasy creatures like <laughs> like imps and fairies and, and stuff like that. So but like this is all stuff that hopefully they like they're familiar with and feels That's like fine. oh yeah, this I, really I can really slip cool. that expansion into the Lord's Son's bedchambers and then be like, oh, <gasps> he's found some evil stuff. Oh wow. um, <laughs> this is the, this is the like planting drugs in there. There you room. There you kind of strategy. Though I, I need to I need to circle back real quick to something you said, which tickled me, which is the idea that I, in any circumstance, would have an accent that would be considered exotic, which mm. is not something as a like Western American man I have ever in my life had. <laughs> so that is that is an intriguing concept. Of, uh, though it could still work with any of them, but I, I just needed to say that's uh, what a, what a. What a fantasy that that would be. <laughs> exactly. And more so pronounced in, in the choice of Waterdeep, 100%. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I think I do want to say about Waterdeep that uh, because of the worker placement game, I think an interesting point here is that because you are, you know, everyone is taking uh, the role of a lord and you are mm. moving around your the, the people that are under you, that will subconsciously put into uh, the lord's had the idea that, oh, I'm on equal terms uh, as you. We are the same. Uh, I'm mm. because I'm also moving around my 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 lessers. Exactly. Um, You're also uh, that lord. Oh yes. yeah. Shay, mm. maybe maybe I should elevate you some somewhat further. Yes. Like, yes. My game is literally called Dominion. You literally, <laughs> you're literally taking over, taking like you're 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 creating your you're creating your country, and that involves lots and lots of different things, and creating your creating your 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 deck, aka your kingdom of like all kinds of gardens. It's too abstract, Laura. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's it's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shay, do you have any any questions, any further clarifications that you would like from Ooh. us? Uh, let's see. I think, I think I'm, I think I've got an idea of which one's going to win. Okay. Um, and, and there's, there's a reason behind it, which is, um, I'll, I'll have to explain. It's, it's honestly a house rule that I have with, with this game. Uh, oh, no. So if, if we're ready to, to go into the final, uh, please. All right. So, uh, if I want to make it dramatic, I'll, I guess I'll I'll go through the ones that uh, are not quite going to work for me, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say because I think Lords of Waterdeep. I think Lords of Waterdeep is is a solid choice, but I, I I'm not gonna pick this one. I think because the amount of variety uh, in that game, because it just doesn't have quite as much uh, you know, expansion uh, material and stuff like that with it, um, is little less than the others. I don't ever want this to go stale. You know, I want to be, um, want to be on board with, with, uh, the Lord for as long as I can. You can, you can say it doesn't have the weight to be able to kill an air. That's, that's also fair that I can't yeah. crush my rival with it, um, <laughs> bodily. So there is that, uh, element to it. Unfortunately, so, Lord of Waterdeep, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna pick. So between, 
between Dominion and Castles of Mad King Ludwig. I am going to go with Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Uh, and and for for all uh, Dominion also uh, an excellent choice. But the what's what's putting Castles over the edge for me is I am trying to uh, establish this connection with the Lord and. Whenever I play castles, I have a house rule, which I've never been able to do. But I, I believe that I that we could if we, you know, if you put your mind to it, which is that everyone's building out their own castle. So, you know, one castle here, one castle there. And sometimes when you're playing, you know, you, you oh, I've built out so far in this direction. My castle is actually very close to your castle. Um, and so my house rule with castles is that if you ever get your rooms close enough that they actually touch it becomes a co-op game and <laughs> you you become uh you become partners <laughs> um, and so for this reason uh i think that i have to go with castles because it's going to fit into my strategy of trying to get the lord on my side realizing that oh what better way could there be than for us to to join forces of course it was so obvious look at this what we've what we've done so naturally um and and I think that is is going to be my best bet at uh, sealing the deal um, uh, in, in that regard. So nice. my, my choice is Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Well, congrats, yeah. Dickie. Yeah, well fair done. enough. Well done. So well done again. Do you feel that you have adequately allayed your anxiety associated with the uh, being dragged back in time? Will Mad King Ludwig assuade it? If I have Castles of Mad King Ludwig now, mm -hmm. I think I'll be okay. If I don't right. have that, I will be screwed. Yeah. 100%. I, I'm going to die instantly. Uh, but, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It's a good thing well, Dickie came up with it then. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And what's... Well, okay. I was going to say I, I have Castles of Mad King Ludwig, so I can just start oh. carrying that on my person at all times. There you go. Oh, my goodness. I don't have the big box, which we've established that I, that oh. I need. So we all I guess, know what you've got to do immediately after this podcast yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. Trust me. <laughs> Amazing. I'm just saying that. that game. I do need to. I need to play it again. I, I mm. really enjoy it. You've got to make sure that you know it, those rules so you can eat them immediately. Yes. You've got to watch. Yeah. Oh Dork. yeah, edible rules. How big are yeah. the other are other are rules made of cake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can they be printed on rice paper? Oh, they have. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Shay. Um, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Where where can people find you? What what are you up to? Uh, so people can find me on uh, YouTube. That, that is primarily where I do uh, all of my stuff. Uh, I I have a channel called RTFM. Uh, you can find that youtube.com slash RTFM show. Um, I also make videos for Rado on occasion. Uh, I do run throughs for for uh, the Rado channel, and I've recently started working with a new channel called Above Board. Uh, it's a new channel, but it's going to be really big. It is all things board games, all things board games with a focus on entertainment. So it's a lot of board game sketch comedy and stuff like that. Um, so go check out Above Board. Um, and if you want to see me in person, I'm going to be at Gen Con, uh, which uh, assuming this comes out before Gen Con, which is coming up very, very soon, uh, that will be very, very soon. So I'll be wandering around the halls of that and I will have a live show with Above Board. Uh, so go and check that out if you're in the area. And if you do see Shay, make sure he has the game Castles of Mad King Ludwig on, on his very persons. And if I don't, maybe you should uh, remedy that. 
Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I give can't, that man a big ask. box. Not too many <laughs> yes. of you, though. That might be awkward. <laughs> yeah. I'm just inundated with boxes of castles that Matt King would be. <laughs> they're, not, they're not light things. No. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, it has been an absolute delight. Um, and you can, if you're, if you're listening on the podcast on the, Spotify or, or wherever you enjoy them, uh, consider subscribing to our YouTube channel. It is Chance Counters Podcast, I believe. It's, it's a really catchy name, mainly because that's what we do. Um, and otherwise, we will see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 bye.